Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sorry You're In My Seat, a weekly podcast at your nights. Best friends on a quest to find the greatest movies of all time. My name is Aaron and each week I have the pleasure of talking movies and films with my best movie buddy, James. But he qualified that with movie buddy. I did enjoy that. <laughs> not, he's not a close friend anymore. Movie buddy. <laughs> well, I don't want to upset any other people that I'm close to. And... I know James. <laughs> all right. And my best buddy, James. Hello there. <laughs> and this week we're joined by returning guest, Esther. Bonjour. You've done the Game of Thrones episode with us. I did indeed. So, so Is that the only one? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you've been to more than that. No. She's just, she's just got that feeling, mate, that she's always around watching. <laughs> I no, just hide in the corner. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Uh, yeah, and welcome to you listening. This is Sorry You're In My Seat, a weekly podcast that looks at movies and films on the quest to find the greatest of all time. If we find those movies, we put them safely in the Sorry You're In My Seat vault. It's a safe haven for the greatest films of all time. In there, you'll find things like Jurassic Park and Star Wars Ooh, and... Uh, Godfather and, you know, Hidden Gems. And then in the uh, in the pit, the Sorry You're In My Salt pit... Sorry, you're my soul. <laughs> Sorry, you're my... Fucking See. hell, James. What's so the thing? Been, what are you sat in? It's, it's important to mention it's been a bit of a week. You might have not heard of our dulcet tones last week, but that's because of events like media blackouts and the passing of the Queen and then a massive fuck-up in our audio, which is yeah. why you got episode 214 before you got this one. We also recorded this one. It's back to Gremlins, but it's been a while. It's been a while since audio Gremlins have destroyed an episode that we've recorded and we don't... Because we're so professional. We're so professional. We don't really check the audio quality <laughs> till the day before we put it out. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, realise Minutes, it minutes before we put it often, out. Often, often, yeah. Um, and the so, problem with the studio you're with. I, I know. So we, we lost it. and But I think it's because we obviously covered the passing of the Queen. We and did. it's and it's all that stuff you said, James. <laughs> it's, all, <laughs> it's all that. We were just hatred, really. We were very pleasant towards the Queen. <laughs> I'd just like to point out, and I'll, I'll say it again. I said, you know, she'd been in public service for 70 years and she didn't piss off that many people. That's, that's pretty good. You know, I work with the public. I mean, I bet there's a lot of countries abroad that probably <laughs> would argue differently. Yeah, but... this, that's where I guess a bit. Anyway. Let's not get down that road again. <laughs> How you been? <laughs> I've been all right. I've been all right. I'm looking forward to redoing this episode because it was a fun it time was a the fun first time. So if you downloaded this one, it's uh, James's idea. It's a, it's a genius one, really, because I think many people are going to be in the same boat that maybe James is in, and that is that with the cost of living crisis, fuel going up, rent, and all these other bits and pieces, something's got to give. Something has got to give. Maybe your employers just decide to sack you off. Maybe, you know, anything. So you've got to make cuts around the house. There's a lot of streaming services. Possibly one of them's got to go. Maybe too many. Esther, how many streaming services do you have? Do you know I think we're on three. Three? Yeah, three. Netflix, Disney, Amazon. Yeah, the, the big three. The big three. Uh, and I, I always like to include in there, they are free, ITV, BBC. We are a British podcast, so we're obviously not talking about, we don't have Hulu, we don't have HBO Max, we don't have Disney, uh, so Paramount Plus. Oh, Paramount Plus is out in the UK now. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Was that out by the time we did the episode the first time? Yeah, that's out. Oh, yeah. okay. That's not on the list. <laughs> I think yeah. I have four, not to brag, not show off. Yeah, I think I've got, now, I've got Now TV. So I've got Sky Cinema yeah. and Fair I've enough. got um, Sky Atlantic for all the TV series. Well, so well, with the other ones, with BBC, you get good dramas, you get some movies. Well, I play it's free if you play if you pay a TV license. Yeah, but yeah. Do, you, do you get movies on ITV? You do on yeah. ITV? Because yeah. I just watched Midsommar Murders and Poirot. I think that's their demographic. I think I had to just sit around and go, shall we pull again? No. No, they're watching Poirot. Let's watch, let's watch Miss Marple. <laughs> they, What's she up to today? They want, they, want the, they want the fans, though, Poirot, that go, they go to the cinema and see Kenneth Brown and they go, not moustache you know? Mm. <laughs> yeah, every moustache has a backstory. That's what we've learned. Every, every Poirot fan as well waits for someone to go, is he the French detective? No, no, no he's from Belgium, <laughs> you bag of dick. Anyway, do you know what? 
Do you know what's really cool and interesting is that um, Hulu, original, yeah. that's a streaming site in America, they've only bought the rights and have released a trailer for one of my favourite film, well, I say one of my favourite film franchises, one of my favourite horror franchises. Hellraiser. Hellraiser, and they've released a trailer recently. What did you figure that trailer? I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. It goes back to basics. Now, Hellraiser has this horribly troubled history of, it was the first three films I think are good, the first two brilliant. Third film starts losing it, and then the fourth one was, what's a nice term for horse fuckery? <laughs> it was that. I would say that. It yeah. was that. But then, because Dimensions, now this is a line you'll hear all the time, because Dimensions wanted that film franchise, mate, mm-hmm. they wanted to fucking bleed that fucker dry. Um, so they every had every time they had a film and the license was due, they would just stick Hellraiser mm-hmm. in at the end. So that's like, so when you get Hellseeker, Hellbound. Um, the Henry no, Cavill one. The Henry Cavill one. Uh, Hellworld. <laughs> It, it, Dimensions there was a time in the early 2000s when Dimensions ran out of toilet paper so they just kept buying good films <laughs> and shitting on them so like yeah. I, remember, I remember like it's a lockdown phenomenon yeah. there's no new role going around what can you use I remember, I remember like you know like Highlander and then by the time you get to the fourth one and I'm not saying the third was great but, but they really ruined it and like screaming anytime Dimensions were probably I mean look at them I mean there was a lot of bad Halloween but there was some really bad ones what are you talking about Resurrection mate yeah <laughs> famous All, famous for not only Tyra Banks being in it but but, but not even everyone's favourite racket rapper. He's he killed my mind. And Buster Rhymes. Just Buster Rhymes. He wasn't even like Doctor Dre. He was Buster Rhymes. No one likes Buster Rhymes. Not even Mrs. Rhymes. <laughs> I, I yeah. That, I mean that was really bad. I mean Jamie Lee Curtis at the beginning of that movie is like just kill me. <laughs> just, just, kill just too me. good for it. Yeah. Just want out. And um, so but basically this trailer's come out and it's gone back to the basics of mm. the Clive Barker short. It's gory, but. It has this element, and this is what I really like because the horror series was different. It's about exploration of sensation, like pain is the ultimate pleasure for some people, like ultra sadomachism. And I love that they've gone back to this. I'm really excited. I think it's brilliant. I don't really know how I'll get to watch it in this country, though, but life finds a way. Life does, yeah. So, I mean, if it gets a good enough audience over this way, um, Sky Cinema tends to purchase yeah. movies out this way, don't they, to, to release. So, so is this a story where I must petition? That you're starting Well, here. he doesn't like... He's very overly gory. So Aaron likes a bit more... I'm not into finesse. the skinning. Yes. I'm not into the skinning. I'm less, horror for me is less is more. Do you know and, I think I'm how, still recovering from Seven. Yeah, see, that's a perfect horror movie. I don't think Seven is that bad. I mean, Hellraiser opens... No, well, about 20 minutes into Hellraiser, you see... It was a skinless. Do you know what they've got from with skin? It's like pretty much everyone in it at one point's been skinless. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I think mean, in terms of ways to go, Some job that's, that's the one I don't want. <laughs> you know I mean? like, yeah, it's pretty bad. But but I'm very excited. It, it's the right sort of thing. Hellraiser's been basically taken out back and bludgeoned to death with the amount of straight to DVDs, region one locked, meaning you can only get them in America and like bargain bins. It's finally good to see someone recognising it and going, do you know what? Bigger budget actual actors that you can name and they don't look like they've been picked out of a bin or something. You know, it genuinely, I'm quite excited. I, new casting, moving away from the the old, in with the new. Yes, Hellraiser, I'm all about it. I think it looks brilliant. Return to form for a franchise I love. Alarm bells, though, that it's going straight to streaming rather than cinema? No, because that's... that's just the world we live in? Because I was going to say, that's the world that we kind of live in now because maybe the audience has gone, I don't want to watch another Hellraiser fiasco. Mm. So maybe this is right thing, a bit of a soft launch. If it does well, maybe the sequel back in the big screen. And then, like we were saying earlier, people are cutting memberships. So moving, get away from cinema memberships. Yeah. Go straight oh, to streaming sites. That's speaking of which, I've cancelled, I've joined you. I no longer have an Odeon screaming cinema. Yeah, and mine's not against anything against Odeon. It's more just that I've got a kid, so I don't go now. But that's the thing is, is there's nothing in the cinema at the minute that's driving me to go in. There's nothing, I don't see a trailer and think, I want, 
I'll go to cinema see a film I want to watch. Mm. And the investors are saying, we don't see, when we see a trailer, we'll go, oh, that looks good. But bear in mind, we play this month. There are several months that'll go by where there's nothing in the cinema mm. I want to watch. Lately, what's been getting me in is the, the re-releases like Star Trek Two, Wrath of Khan. I can't remember if we talked about the Blade episode or the episode that didn't make it. I went to go see one of my favourite sequels on the big screen. Took Esther with me. She pretended not to be bored, bless her. Mm. It was absolutely phenomenal to see that on the big screen. Loved it. Esther? I was there for the Shakespeare. Yes, and obviously, Khan is one of the best villains did ever. you did you watch Star Trek the first Not movie one scene on the of way it. in? No, nothing, we, mate. No one's I was going to say because you wouldn't have gone to watch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we did say we we're going to go and rewatch them. So I thought, I'd like to point out as a fan, I even I still don't watch the first one. Just skip it. It's the second one. Well, one's I wanted to go one. straight to the beginning and watch them from the start, follow it up, build the stories, build the characters. Oh, she wanted to watch like the original series on Netflix before we started. It was like, babes, we don't have like a year to watch all the Star Trek well it turns out that episode one was two episodes and I was bored within five minutes that didn't really work out I mean I don't want to get into this but she was she's talking about Star Trek Next Generation which is not what <laughs> the Star Trek Wrath of Khan is about. I don't want to get into that man. I feel like this is now marriage counselling because <laughs> you two are sat across from me at the table yeah, and you're both looking at me like take my side Aaron <laughs> um yeah, I, I I I like the Star Trek episode when we went back, but I I only got to four I, movies, I, I think that's and, fine. and I was about done. Then. Yeah, um, I like Star Trek, but in small doses for me. I get that. Have you seen Andor? I haven't. No, no, because oh. uh, I've got work going on at the house at the moment, so I'm going to let a couple build up. Same with She-Hulk. I've I, I've kind of took my foot off the pedal with that. I'm a few behind. Uh, I have started a TV show this week, though. Oh, you got? I have started a TV show, and I'm fucking loving it. Oh, I like it. Who's in it? Do you want to do 20 it? questions? Yes, all right. I'll do my best, because I'll try and get it as accurate as possible. Is it on Netflix? Uh, I don't think so. I'm not watching it on Netflix. It may oh. be, and maybe one of the later series is. Oh, so, so there's multiple series out. That's what we've learned yeah, so Yeah, multiple series, but... Oh, I don't know. So that would, make, that would mean it's not a streaming original, maybe. Oh, we're not. I don't know. Either. Is it American? No. Oh, dirty. dirty. Is it British? Yes. Oh, are we taking it in turns? Oh God, no! I've got no questions. <laughs> um, does it star? Does it star a member? Has the main lead been in Hot Fuzz? No. Oh, there's always a good one because there's so many British talents in Hot Fuzz. I, I was going to say, if say Harry Potter, that doesn't rule out anybody out. Oh, actually, no. Have they been in Harry Potter? I, I don't think so. No. Oh my God, I don't know what it is. Is it set in England? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not. It's set, but it's not filmed in England. I was removing Ooh. space from the equation. <laughs> there you go. So we no longer is it's not Harry Potter in space. Um, Harry Potter in space. That'd be a good movie. I don't know. I've run out of questions. <laughs> the main actor used to be a footballer. That's the kind of trivia that I think you would know. Vinnie Jones. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's on telly. Is he footballer? David Beckham's not in a TV series. Michael Owen's not in a football series. Scottish football player. I don't know. And a lot of people were shocked when they found out the main actor is Scottish because his British accent is really convincing. I don't have a clue. Stars Adrian Dunbar. Tell me about this TV series. Line of Duty. Fuck off, was he it? Was he a footballer? Not Adrian Dunbar, the main guy. <laughs> Adrian Dunbar is... So he's not. He's from Northern Ireland. Yeah. And the main guy... I thought you'd only watch Northern Ireland. <clears throat> no, no, no. Oh, right. No, the main guy, I can't remember his name. He was a Scottish football player, but yeah. It's, it's, I think Series 1 was shot in Birmingham, but then it moved over to Ireland. Yeah, Belfast, right. I think they shot yeah. I don't remember seeing any of them in Lord of the Rings. Not Lord of the Rings. It's going well. This episode's terrible, right? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Line of Duty, like everyone's going on about it, like with that last season, and they were like, oh my God, it's, you know, who is H? And, all, and I just kept hearing all that shit. Yeah. And then I was like, and I've always wanted to go back and watch it. And then this week, with like a lot of housework going on, like uh, building around the house, um, 
I got the iPad and I've had a few evenings just to binge. I'm binging. It's like yeah. five episodes a season. It's so good. It is really good. It's, it's so well written. It's such a slow burn as well. And then when you see the creator, he's written so much, some other things. Well, he did this TV series after Luther. He got involved in something called Good Cop, along with the creator of Luther. That was brilliant as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's really... that. The creator's name, I can't remember. Hot shit, mate. Yeah. I mean, I'm only two seasons in, and already two things I really like about it is they don't. it's not close case at the end. Like, it has to give you, like, after the end of the season, it has to give you a bit of a narrative to say, like, you know, these cases are still open or that person is still at large or, you know, so it's not like 24 where you think, how is it that on the 24th hour, all of this has got to wrap yeah. up? And yes. this, they don't, you know, they're like, they get the person. But it's like, oh, they did a but deal. There's a lot, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot after it. There's also... Um, what I really, really like about it, particularly season two, which was so well written. I was going to say, two, two, season two is one of the best series. It was brilliant. Yeah, the, all the way to the end, last episode, it, there's this grand conspiracy that actually when you see what happened, it was nothing like that. And, yeah. and, it, and it goes to, you know, the fact that obviously, you know, when they're trying to put the case together, they're kind of almost um, speculating or you know, kind of trying to imagine. And they kind of build this massive picture about blackmail and this, this, and this. And then when you see what happened, it's like, no, it was a lot simpler than that. And it, I was like, oh, fucking hell. So it kind of leads you down this rabbit hole of conspiracy. And then when you find out actually what happened and who was behind what and how it came to be, it's so much simpler than they made it out to be. I was like, yeah, I think that's, that's when it becomes really more good. effective, don't you? Yeah. Did you watch more? I'm starting season three tonight. In fact, oh, James, I'll be honest. Can we get wrap this up soon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so many years. Line of Duty is wicked. I'm doing that thing where people listening to this was like, didn't that show come out in 2012? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> we did the Game of Thrones episode like what two years after it finished, and you only recently just finished. The I know. Series, I did. So. Yeah. so in ten years' time, we can do House of Dragon. I'm still. I've st- I've not got past episode one of that yet. <sighs> I'm liking it, but I'm not really sure why. No, that's. Not, I really like doing it. Started. Slow. People are saying it's slow, but then I remember, and we had this discussion, Game of Thrones Series 1 was the slowest of them all. It was very slow. Like, it takes like three episodes to fucking travel. In this one, there's a lot of, I think it's right. I think it's the right medium. I'm more interested. I think what is, I think what's disappointing is Game of Thrones, the, you had the Stark family and you had the Lannisters, but it was the secondary characters, like the Hound. Mm. It was those that you were more interested in, like uh, Arya's dance teacher or, you know, Jagginagar. You know, they were the characters that drew you in and then you mm. stuck around because you wanted to see if Jon Snow was actually going to do anything or just brood some more on a moor somewhere. Whereas this uh, this series, I don't think, has a secondary character. It's like, eh, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> where's, where's Doctor Who? Oh, there he is. <laughs> I think that's true, but also I think with season uh, with Game of Thrones, they had to build up the world from scratch. With House of Dragon, most people have already watched Game of Thrones. So they know what they're expecting. They know the world they're in. But it also has prequel syndrome where you know it's got to lead somewhere. Mm. Yeah, that's Especially true. when they start talking about the Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah, that's a bit on its nose without going into sports. Um, but it is faring a lot better than the power, the Rings of Power because if you're a fan of Tolkien, apparently you fucking hate that TV series, but everyone else seems to like it. It's what I think that's more de- divisive. I've heard most people think how strange is right. You, you've dicing with death if you ask someone what they think about the Rings of Power because either you've got a huge mega fan or you've got someone who's going to shank you in a well, shower. So. If, if, yeah, I mean, if, if I was going to sit down now and watch put one or the other on, I'm going Rings of Power. Really? Yeah. yeah, because I, but that's just because I like fantasy and I like that world more than I like the cutthroat world of you know Westeros and everything else. That 
No, the first episode, there's like pregnant woman. I went, I know how this is ending. <laughs> I know how this is ending. Like, don't start. It's not going to start with a joyous birth, is it? The, the thing is, the thing is, <laughs> this has got 24 syndrome. With 24, run the, it got up to like series six. And in the end, it was like, just fucking drop the bomb. Mm. And like in season four, spoilers for a TV show that's ended, a nuclear bomb goes off because there's literally nothing else they could do to rack up the tension. It's like, yeah. eventually one of them is going to have to go off. And that's what it got you. So as soon as you saw Penny White, well, he's Game of Thrones. So it's yeah, the, the dead. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely going to die. I'm, I'm just surprised a dragon didn't come out of her and burn them all alive and then feast on everyone. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? That what, at what point does a TV series... Game of Thrones maybe fell victim to this as well, where it goes from being, you know, a drama and, and to a soap opera. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like 24 became that. Like yeah. season like five of 24 or six, it's like, here's his brother. Oh, where the fuck has he been? You know here's, his, here's his dad. Here's, here's his, his dad who's a villain. Is his, his nephew, but might be son. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Is it like yeah. a reverse who do you think you are? You know, 24, when these people come into their lives last minute. 24 was ridiculous, but it was it was like soap opera on fucking cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Loved it. But the, but the thing is, and I don't want to actually spoil 24 because it's something I think you'd really like. The first series of 24 was so slick and slow you got through to the 24 episode and you're like, oh my God, that's brilliant. 24 learned his lesson for season two and there's a lot more action. And like the idea that anything could go up and the characters were more advanced because like you said earlier with Game of Thrones, it built the world. So we didn't need to know about Jack Bauer. We didn't know need about um, yeah. Tony Almeida. You had all these fantastic characters and you were able to start. Third one, brilliant. But then by the fourth one, you needed a villain as good as Jack Bauer was. So you literally had Superman. It was, he played the mummy and the mummy, <laughs> the Brendan Fraser one. And literally every time they defeated his plan, he was like, no, that wasn't his real plan. He kidnaps a bloke, drops a bomb, does this. And in the end, he's like, no, I was really planning to steal this. <laughs> it's just, it's like, it was just a lampoon. Yeah, Too good. I, I reckon it should be more realistic. And Jack Bauer should have like solved it all by hour 13 and then just, <laughs> just like 11 hours of paperwork. It's, 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 yeah, I was literally going to say, he's like, can you fill us in please for the shootout? <laughs> Yeah, risk assessment form. So oh, I should have done it before. Let's just let's just retrospectively do. Do you it. have your permit to work, please? Yeah, exactly. Should be that. But um, yeah, I I think that's a nice segue because obviously if we're looking at uh, TV shows or streaming services, sorry, TV shows are a big hinchpin into what you're going. So we, we, you you want free on the table today, don't you? The free that you've got. So you oh, want Amazon, Netflix, and. Disney yeah. Plus. Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. And then and then we've got some we've got some other things, you know, like we should mention Apple TV and other things like that. We've got some spoilers. I don't I've already because we've already done this episode. Esther wasn't here for the first time. So you already know. I know where going. this is going. Yeah, exactly. Um so revenue for the video streaming app industry has reached seventy two point two billion US dollars in twenty twenty one with a projected total of hundred and fifteen billion by twenty twenty six. So it's fair to say it ain't going anywhere. This is how we munch and go through our media now. It's no longer the day of sitting around the TV. It's no longer cooler talk. We are an in-demand service. We're an in-demand people. When we want to watch something, we watch it when we want, when it's convenient for us. We're no longer whores to radio times. Remember when you used to highlight it in, make sure you set the record? Oh, mate, fuck, you showing my age. <laughs> I miss them days of having TV mags and see yeah. what film was on that evening. I got really confused by the timetables, I won't lie. Some of the, I genuinely used to miss the advert breaks because you'd be holding piss in, but you just wanted to see what would happen to Bianca from EastEnders. You'd be like, oh, quickly, quickly. <laughs> that's, that's how fast can you make a cup of tea? That's how good is your kettle? So we remember about you, 12-year-old James, 80-year-old bladder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Netflix has 225 million subscribers worldwide. Amazon has 205 million subscribers. And Disney Plus has 130 million. So it's fair to say that people have got it now. Oh, hold on. Just what was the Netflix one? The Netflix was 225 million. 225 million. Yeah. So when you look at the statistics of like Hubie Halloween having 10 million. Yeah. 
that, that's staggering, isn't it? It's staggering. And these are worldwide as well. So look, and that always makes me feel good though, that there's only like 10 million of St. Hubie Halloween, so it's not the end of the world. <laughs> I know, but still, they, sh- they belong on a list. So um, I've, I've just learned something new at the start of this one. Um, so the current UK series, uh, which we're talking about today, is Netflix, Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Disney Plus, and Now Television. Now TV, yeah. Now TV. So who says Now Television? Gee whiz. Uh, Eight-year-old James says. Touche. It's only my bladder that's eight years old. I'm only like 40. <laughs> Bow tie's so, not on today. Netflix has three memberships. Six ninety nine. 10.99 or 15.99. So Netflix was founded in 1997 in a small Californian city called Scottsvale, sorry, Scotts Valley, by Reed Hastings and Mark Randolph. The idea was users would pay a subscription fee and would be sent DVDs in the post that they could return at the user's pleasure, eliminating late fees and unlimited access to a film library. Within five years, Netflix was shipping millions of DVDs daily. What did that lead to, Esther? Competition for the old blockbusters. Goodbye, blockbuster. And we said this, the ultimate fuck you from Netflix, which put a grand, it was right a passage on a Friday night when you didn't have a cool party to go to, which was me, <laughs> was to go into blockbusters and see all the other sad, pathetic losers and rent a film out. Hey, you, you were there. <laughs> and you had to convince your dad to let you buy popcorn when you were there. I'd never, because the pop, even then, my dad was like, no, you've got popcorn home, but popcorn home. Well, our, our blockbusters was right next to a Sainsbury's, which was cheaper to yeah. go there. It's one of the things that Sainsbury's was cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember there was that ice, there was that like slushy machine that never been cleaned? So yeah. it was like green, Ooh. and you go, could I have the green one? I go, it's blue. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll pass. But now, Thanks, it, now if you had a, a shop that, you know, you, the calibre of clientele. Now, I'm not putting anyone. I'm not putting anyone down. Used to work at Blockbuster, but because films now and the pop culture around films and the you know the fact that like comic books have done a 180. It's something that people used to talk about like in, in secret. In secret. Now yeah. everyone's quite bravish about it. And the same with film. That now it'd be quite a high calibre job working in a in a. Um, in imagine it's like if you worked in a vinyl shop, record. You'd shop. expect to be quite knowledgeable, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd want to say, "Oh, have you seen the film where this happens? Oh, yeah, that's this one." Yeah. Oh, do you know what? That would be absolutely awesome. Like that's you Is know that like, your new job. No, it's just sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, you've got like the genius bar. They go, "Oh, how do you do this?" You go and they go, "It was a film. It started thingy from thingy," and you go, "You know where they wore that thing?" Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one. Although, that although, essentially, although essentially, IMBD. My wife brings <laughs> me from work. She's like, "I'm like, you're right." She goes, "Yeah, you know, I think." She works in the prison, so I'm thinking it's been like a fucking riot. Yeah, she's, I, I can't come home, I've stabbed a man today. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what's up? She's like, yeah, so we're talking about a film, right? Okay, it's got a truck in it, right? Okay, <laughs> don't tell me anything else. Has it got a face on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah maximum overdrive. <laughs> maximum overdrive. It's always oh, maximum. So I was going, cars. <laughs> it's always maximum overdrive. But um, going back to that like mailing thing, uh, so over here in the UK, we had, uh, what was it called? Uh, a love film. Love film, yeah. Love film. Remember you said it last time? <laughs> yeah, love film. Getting a DVD in the post. Yeah, exactly. Right. It isn't until 2006 that the company actually becomes profitable with subscriptions numbering 6.3 million. So that's buying their film library. And uh, like Aaron alluded to earlier, it's the TV, the TV, the constant TV. Instead of buying DVDs, which were, which is what I used to do. I used to buy my favorite TV show, I'd own the DVDs. Became a space saver. It became a time saver. You no longer had to like basically trawl through fucking hundreds of DVDs. I remember at my height, my DVD collection would have made a man cry. Yeah, well, before all of this, obviously music had gone this way, hadn't it? That you could have 100 albums on your phone. Well, not your phone. At the time, it would have been a, a, an, iPod, an iPod or on a hard drive on a computer. So you think of things like Shazam and Napster and all that kind of stuff. Oh, God. I don't even know what they are. Oh, my God. <laughs> man. <laughs> In 2007, Netflix begins streaming content to TV... Uh, to TVs, computers, and tablets through its Watch Now service. In 2010, Netflix's main competitor, Blockbuster, 
files for bankruptcy. Twice, Netflix had tried to sell their idea to Blockbusters, and towards the end, Netflix had tried to buy Blockbusters. And then ultimately, in 2022, you will get a TV series about Blockbusters. <laughs> and there's a documentary about the downfall of Blockbusters, which is essentially Netflix teabagging the corpse <laughs> of Blockbusters. It's dead. What I love about that, though, is Netflix now is a staple. Mm. But if Netflix hadn't gone online, if it carried on being movies that were sent through the post, COVID would have fucking killed it. Yeah. I, f- I think also uh, the thing about Netflix, and I'll put it on the front street right now, they own documentaries. Yeah. yeah. Like um, murder, uh, case file kind of things and documentaries, that's Netflix bag. They are far ahead at leaps and bounds of the other streaming services for that. Some of their films less so. But the day that a young kid comes up to me and talks about a documentary about something that I was alive during, I will punch them in the sternum. I don't care if they're eight. There used to be these things called Blockbuster. Fuck off. What what really irritates me though about the documentaries is that it's the highlight things that you know, you shouldn't, you, you feel guilty for watching and then you realise, oh my God, I'm the problem. Yeah. <laughs> so my favourite thing is I showed, I showed Esther, do you remember in our infancy we did documentaries and we talked about the flat earth. Oh, it's, it's like, brilliant. Oh, it's juicy. Yeah. Sh- showed Esther it and then, but ranted, it's about two hours long, ranted for two hours going, this, this is a really, th- I don't understand how people who don't believe the earth is round, they go, oh, it's flat, it's definitely, mm-hmm. there is a simple way to prove it, go to the edge, <laughs> take a camera, take a fucking photo, do you think- flat, and I'll believe you, but, but, but you haven't done that. Instead, you'll spend £20,000 on a bit of apparatus, which proves that the Earth is in motion. I was like, okay, go to the edge of the Earth. The thing is, I love, I love things like that because I had a job where I was working like 10-hour shifts at the airport waiting for planes to come in um, at the university. And <laughs> the only way we could fill that month of time was to create new conspiracies. And I hadn't heard of Flat Earth at this point, so someone actually convinced me that Flat Earth was their idea. Jesus Christ. Do you think if that, if that documentary was so good, it won a Golden Globe, they would have to decline it? <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> yes, yes, like sheeple, mate. Yeah. <laughs> game of a game of speech around being sheeple. Um, but then again, it's got the heartbreaking, like, Blackfish. You yeah. know, it's, it's got documentaries that make you think. That's a really good shout. I think Netflix, that's where it sticks out until... I think it's a good model as well. Because everyone likes a documentary about a world that they don't understand. I think mm. the first, because I had a mate who had Netflix, an early a, early adopter to Netflix. He kept talking about it. It got to the point where I had to like yeah. agree, like I knew what he was talking about. So have you signed up to Netflix yet? I'm like, I, I, I didn't want to tell him I didn't know what it was. <laughs> like this guy was on commission or some shit. Yeah, and me then, with then, air fryers, mate. I still, it's like yeah. air fryer industry owes me a fuck ton of money. And I finally yeah, got it. And I think the first thing I watched on it was probably Breaking Bad because a shock oh, horror. I love that show. I missed like I think it was on Channel Four or whatever, <laughs> and I was I was behind on on that, so I caught. I think I joined Breaking Bad at like season three or some shit, um, and I think that was the first show I watched on Netflix. That's a, that's a pretty good one to say. I think I genuinely signed up and watched probably Buffy because mm. I'm a awful Buffy mate. Yeah, I remember coming home from school when Mum got Sky for the first time. Super excited, like watched Charmed. <sighs> Out of curiosity, your Sky was it? Was it? Was it nice and clear, nice and crystal? Because, no, because it was back in the day when it wasn't that clear. I was going to say, because my my first, my definition of Sky was coming home and putting on Sky Sports. It was all crackly screen, but you could still hear the audio. You oh, could yeah, yeah. see Alan Shearer score his goal against QPR. Well, I, had an, I had an NTL box, I had 50 channels. Jesus that's, Christ. That's what I had. So fucking old. There's, there's people turning off in fucking tropes. <laughs> oh, there's people going, I had that as well, Aaron. I had, I had NTL when they sponsored Aston Villa. Do you remember Dial Up? I do, actually, yes. <laughs> Fuck off, do you remember Dial Up? 
No, of course I don't. <laughs> just used to pick up the phone my parents, like genuinely. They're like, quickly, come here, this is a once in... Like when the Haley's comment came in, we'll never see it again in a lifetime. So they were like, they woke me up in the dead of night. I go, quickly, come here. And I remember my mum waking me up, like come downstairs and she made me watch the TV and I, I had no idea why. And it's only now I realise I've seen on live TV the fall of the Berlin Wall because my mum was like, this is a once in a lifetime moment. Uh, my first wife like, coming here is a computer talking. It'll be the only time you ever hear a computer talking. Now you can't get him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is really bad. I remember waking up one morning, going downstairs. I was young and like everyone just staring at the telly. And uh, I was like, what's going on? Like half asleep. And they were like, uh, Princess Diana has died. Uh, and I was like, how? And he was like, she was killed. I was like, who, who killed her? And they were like, paparazzi. I went, the opera singer. <laughs> I, honestly, I was, I was young. <laughs> Turns out that's Pavroy. <laughs> you, um, you, <laughs> mate, I'm just saying in the next season of Line, Line of Duty, man, I might come up now. Might come up in The Crown. Um, Do you know what? I want to see how they handle that. I haven't watched The Crown because I won't lie, the accents annoy me. I say I, as a history student. Yeah, I can see that. I started The Crown, I quite liked it. Going back to Line of Duty, there's one actor in it as well, and they're mic'd up so much that they're. Like when they talk, it's oh, it's it's almost great to you a little bit because it's, it's so like, yeah, I can see that, yeah, all the way through it. And do you know what? My, that was the whitest rapping I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> do you know my problem with the first series of Line of Duty? I know we talked about. It, I want to go back to it. Is is mild spoilers? Is there's a criminal element that blackmail and force another cop to maybe go against the rules, but then they start calling him your bent copper. I like, fucking love that when you yeah, do that. But I'm like, but it's like you, you, he's only bent because you've you've made him. <laughs> it's not like he's actually done this for personal gain. You have forced him and created evidence, oh, <laughs> so mate, he's not Hastings, really. <laughs> when Hastings like he's got his catchphrase like "mother of God," and then in the other times he's like "bent coppers." I'm like, oh, it should be a drinking game. It is a drinking game. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to this. In 2012, Netflix begins making original content with the show Lilyhammer. There you go. And in 2017, Netflix officially hits over 100 million subscribers. And in 2022, Netflix becomes self-aware. <laughs> <laughs> so Netflix was once the one-stop shop for all content any user could want. From House and 24 to Breaking Bad and Doctor Who. At its peak, it was impossible to not find something to binge on a cold, wet Sunday afternoon. But in recent years, Netflix has lost this ability. Its non-original content has been compromised by the rise of Disney Plus that now owns former Fox television programmes and more and more British content moving over to BritBox, which is fantastic. I've not mentioned it here today, but BritBox, one of the best things that you can do. Netflix was it, mate. Netflix was the... You wanted to watch David Anything. Tennant. You're saying so, was it, James. You used the word was. Sorry? Have you it's lost was. love? I've lost, I've lost a bit of love. And I think it's the rise of certain things. Now, Netflix's biggest original TV shows, according to its own rating system, so it's something that Aaron has brought up numerous times, is it basically lies because it doesn't have to tell you. It doesn't publish its figures. It tells you this was the number one film on Netflix. And do you know whose word we've got for that? The fucker who posted it. Well, it could be number one in one person's household. Exactly. So Just tell not a lie. Is, um, it, is it by IP as well? So like, if I watch the same movie over and over again, am I boosting that rating? Or is it once... Um, oh, I don't know. Oh, I, no, I think it's because they've, they've got something to sell. Because I imagine <laughs> The Rock has a warehouse with like a thousand films playing Red Notice over and over it will and explain, over. It will explain who's watching it. Exactly. <laughs> We're full of no one. Um, so, uh, TV series, Squid Game, number one. Number two, Stranger Things. Number three, Money Heist. Number four, Bridgerton. And five, The Witcher. But other content includes The Crown, Bojack Horseman, Orange is the New Black, 
Master of None, Sex Education, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Ozark, Glow, Narcos, Grace and Frankie, 13 Reasons Why, House of Cards, The Umbrella Academy, and The Haunting of House Hill. But whilst not an original, the only place you can see one of the best TV series of all time, Motherfucking Cobra Kai. Four Cobra seasons, five Kai. seasons of Cobra Kai. awesomeness is on the Netflix. And that's not even forgetting latest news hits, such as The Sandman. Which was really good. I really yeah, enjoyed I was say, I, I, it's, it's on my list to watch, but Cobra Kai is quite mate. You know I'm only watching one thing. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff that you've just listed there. A huge Squid thing. Games is surprising as number one. I mean, I know it was a phenomenon. A lot of people like And worldwide. It. So it's not just got Western appeal. It's got all the appeal. Yeah, but over Stranger Things, I would have thought that would have. That's true. So my problem here is when we talk about Netflix is all the things that we've listed that are coming to an end. Like we know that we know that Stranger Things, the last series, is the end. Bridgerton's already started to die up. No, you oh, know. no, Bridgerton's only just started. Oh, it's sure. just began, mate. It's just yeah, began, it's like nine okay. seasons. Because yeah, it's, it's a book series, that's the thing. So each book follows a different sibling, and the siblings go from A to H. Okay, oh, well, I apologize. Wait, hold on. So, that, so there's at least 14 episodes on the season, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, my, my alphabet's great. So the crown—that's bound to have another season now, right? Yeah, there's more Bojack. content there. Okay, but Bojack. I wonder how they're going to deal with everything. They're probably very well. It's well written, enough, so I've heard. I've, I've never think, been interested in the royal, so I don't care about a TV show based on them. The thing with Netflix, the reputation it's got is that it's got the money. So the crown would not be anywhere near successful yes. if it was on the BBC because it doesn't yeah. have the budget. It's funny that you should mention that because that's something that comes up in our later analysis of other shows. You are right. At the context of when the crown was created, probably Netflix was the only mother in town. Netflix changed the game and we talk about this all the time and Netflix has now won Oscars and also Netflix give um, opportunities to up and coming directors, screenwriters and stories that would otherwise not have been made to the big screen. So Netflix, I think out of all of them, is still championing uh, new talent and diversity in, you know, whether it be documentaries or whether it be first time filmmakers or, or writers. I think Netflix it really is the champion for that. And also... Some of its original TV content is brilliant. We don't mention it now, but it gave rise to Daredevil, gave rise to Luke Cage, which I think is very underrated, The Punisher. Having, joining a world, so it was kind of like the best of both worlds. It's like, it's joining this giant world that you know, but ignoring it as well. So you can, and it's easy to tell a story in like 13 episodes of Daredevil than it is in a two hour blockbuster where you've got to have at least three action scenes and you've got to fit in that fucking Thanos shows up at one point and wipes his ass with an amulet. You know, it gave you the opportunity to explore characters that, you didn't care about, but then realised that you do because it, it changed the story, if you will. So it, it, it helped a range of things. But I'm going to say that Glow's no longer made. Ozark's finished. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt's finished. Bojack Horseman's finished. Um, Orange is New Black is finished. House of Cards obviously finished. 13 Reasons Why finished. A lot of what we say makes Netflix great is that I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that, remember, the whole context of this is which one are you going to keep? And it's important to remember that because of a streaming, you can always go back and rewatch these shows. But mm. at some point, you're going to get bored. Breaking Bad. So it's not got, um, not original content, but it's got a lot of content that you want to see on there. Friends. Friends is huge, still huge. It's all about rewatchability, isn't it? That's what, So that's what it comes down to. So I think Netflix has got some good rewatchability. However, I think it's heyday with original content being the only show in town. Might have gone. Now, when it comes to films, now, this is where Aaron and I had a great conversation. I'm going to tell you the top five. Aaron had the top ten. Have you still got them, mate? Or do you want me I, to? I, I do know what they are. Okay, do you, I'll let you read them because I've spoken a lot. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I enjoy listening to you read. I, I oh, so I've only, got the top, I've only got the top five. So in, in at number ten is uh, The Kissing Booth 2. Jesus. Which I didn't see the first one, so I don't... <laughs> you don't know what the storyline is. I, I, yeah. I know so, someone who has seen it. 
Uh, no, I've not seen it. So it was a girls' night at uni, movie night, and they wanted to watch a crappy rom-com. They put Kissing Booth on, and even for girls who love crappy rom-coms, it was too much. So it became a drinking game. So now whenever a new Kissing Booth comes out, they meet up and watch it Fair to enough. reminisce and mourn the time lost spending the first one. If you're like me and you haven't seen it, the description is, with college decisions looming, Ellie judges her long-distance romance with Noah, changing relationships with Bestie Lee, and feelings for a new classmate. It got a 27% on Ron Tomatoes. Do you know what gets me about that is it's number 10 on this. And also I haven't seen the first one. I just can't spoil it for me. <laughs> so I know she gets with Noah. Bullshit. Number nine is the Noah. Irishman. I know. It's fucking painful, isn't it? The Irishman's not in the top there. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Irishman, it, it, it's long. It's long, yeah. I mean, strap in. Do you remember the upset when someone was like, oh, well, you could watch it in four... Like treat it like a miniseries and watch it in four sittings. If you stop here and yeah. you start there, you know, it makes sense. And the uproar of people be like, you should watch it in one go. I mean, it's like, I mean, I'm sorry, but I might have like children or people that I care for or, or not a fucking job. Or not spare four and a half hours yeah. to watch this show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 95% Rotten Tomatoes score. Yes, that's, that's, that's Big jump up. In the number eight is a, is, is a wild card. I didn't see the unforgivable coming in there with Sandra Bullock. Uh, it, it's a good film it's, um, I've seen it it's the one where she's, she comes out of prison and she's got rehabilitated her life um, I like the, uh, the the critics response of a dreadful and dreary melodrama despite Bullock's noble efforts to play against type the unforgivable is forgettable <laughs> do you know what I do remember thinking? it's a very damp film yeah. <laughs> uh, Purple Hearts is in at number 7 yeah that's that film just um, never seen it I thought it was a TV never show. heard no then it's Extraction, Chris Hemsworth. Yep. Extraction 2 is uh, starting to come out on social media, isn't it? I think they're filming it at the moment. It's a shame. <laughs> I didn't mind it. It's popcorn fun. It's, it, was, it was okay. It was dry. It was fucking dry. I, I like it. I like it when a uh, stuntman gets behind the camera and makes a movie. Because, because you know, there's no story. <laughs> yeah, but like John Wick's based on yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. You know. Um, the Adam Project. Yeah, number five. Uh, so this is started worrying me now. So The Adam Project, uh, Ryan Reynolds. And it's something that we're going to talk about in a sec. But um, the Ryan Reynolds, yeah, that's a, that's a great film. Uh, it could only be topped off by... Uh, you can't get Ryan Reynolds. Could you get Chris Evans, maybe? <laughs> could, you, could you give him a good moustache, mate? What's number four? The Grey Man. Yeah, I mean, fucking... Which was, was more enjoyable than I thought it was going to be. He was all right. See, I was the opposite way around. I thought it would be great, and then I was like, oh. I was really looking forward to seeing Chris Evans as a psychopath, and he was still the highlight for me, but I just want, I wanted him more. It's mm. like, I want more. Dial it up a bit. Yeah. Your girl Sandy B comes in again with Beard Box. Yeah, she should, mate. But this was number one for ages, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. But then, uh, but it's time to take the piss. Oh, you know what I like? Don't look up at number two. Don't look up was yeah, a good movie. Oh, I loved that. And then, <laughs> fucking time to shit all over this rain system because how the fuck is this number one? Red Notice I in know. number one. Ooh. It was uh, give me notice not to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. It's worrying like, it when that is the number one movie on your streaming site. The part I love about it though is quite clearly the right. I didn't have a clue. I was just like right, everything that made any film popular. What was good in Indiana Jones? Well, in the two of them, there was Nazis, right? Stick some Nazi gold in there and we'll have The Rock randomly drive a Nazi car out of a cave in fucking Peru. <laughs> Sorted. It was a weird sentence. <laughs> let's have them constantly be fucked over by Ryan Reynolds. Gal Gadot, what should she do? She, let's get her in and she'll outsmart everyone. And then let's, what shall The Rock play? I don't know. The let's, Rock? The Rock. But last week, which is weird in this reverse... We saw Ryan Reynolds be Ryan Reynolds for the first time in a film. So Ryan Reynolds used to act, but then he was kind of himself in Blade Trinity. And then it was the start of Ryan Reynolds just being Ryan Reynolds in films. Yeah, I mean, you could say Van Wilder was very much that. It's oh, just... Um, I always forget that film exists. Yeah, yeah, we all try to. 
Um, so I what, can't believe Shrek wasn't on the top 10 list. No, this is of originals. Oh, that makes sense then. Um, so oh, shut up. The other ones that include um, uh, Passing, Dolomite is my name, Da Five Bloods, Marriage Story. All of these so far are better than that top 10. Roma, The Lost Door, Army of the Dead, The Two Popes, The Trial of Chicago 7, The Power of the Dog, and The Devil All the Time. They're all Netflix They're all original. <laughs> They're all better than a top 10. So what Amazon has done here, and in my passing, my closing moments, is they had a great start. They were only the, What Netflix has done. Sorry, what did I say? Amazon. I do apologise. Spoilers of what's coming up next. <laughs> so what Netflix did first, and what Netflix did very well, was it cornered the market. It got everything you wanted, and then... It got you to shows that made you sign up. So Breaking Bad, I remember, I didn't know what Breaking Bad was on. So to get net, to watch Breaking Bad, which was this TV series that everyone was talking about, you had to get Netflix. So I got Netflix so I could watch Breaking Bad. Then whilst it got me, it started bringing out its own TV shows, its own movies. I was like, that's good. Um, the Daredevil was a big one for a lot of people because it was like you could watch part of the Marvel Universe exclusively. You weren't seeing this in the cinema. You could see Charlie Cox piss about. It's going to be awesome. Big guess. And then it started getting awards. Like Roma was up for the, it was the first streaming film up for an Oscar. It was big deal. I remember the, the trial of Chicago 7 being like, it getting big directors in, big names now, not just people experimenting. It was like it had the drawing power. But then it shot itself in the foot because it started saying, well, instead of getting films in, let's get actors in specific deals. And at the moment it's got Ryan Reynolds. So Ryan Reynolds is signed on for exclusive amount of films. So it's like 10 He'll make 10 films just for Netflix. However, that's not really working, especially when their first attempt at that was Adam Sandler, and you just had shit. And it, Netflix will be the home to Hubie Halloween, which I maintain is one of the worst films ever made. But I thought you loved Adam Sandler. I'll get fucked. <laughs> but we've still got one more Netflix Adam Sandler out in yeah. Signed oh. up to like three or five movies. So that's what they do now. They do deals exclusive. So... Are you getting your bang for your book for your six ninety nine? Um, your eleven, oh, sorry, ten ninety nine, or your fifteen ninety nine? So the three different tiers there, guaranteed of what kind of quality you can watch and on how many screens. So I tell you one thing I don't like about Netflix. Yeah. So when you're trying to read a synopsis, Are you just gonna say and you? it and it starts playing a scene from a movie, and it's never, it's never, it's either insignificant to the point where you go what, yeah, or it's Luke, I am your father. <laughs> you're just like oh, or um, <laughs> or the uh, the the thumbnail is often misrepresentative of the movie. Yes. And we talked about this last week. The Schindler's this one at the moment is Ray Fiennes with his arms round his Jewish housemaids <laughs> and it looks like a fucking romance movie. <laughs> it, you know, because it's in black and white. Schindler's, like, Schindler's love, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I, I don't like that. And I also don't like its algorithm for because you watch this, you might like this. It's, 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 I don't know if it's the worst because I think... Ours is the worst. Ours is the worst. It's just like, I thought you might like to watch no, this. No, no. Whereas... Whereas uh, Netflix is like, because you watch this, you might like this. Amazon's yeah. like, because you watch this, now you, you will have to watch, watch this. this. It's, it's like a punishment. punishment. It's like, or I'll tell everyone. No. Blackmail. That is awesome. Amazon. People, people hacking your watch list. <laughs> Do you want, right, so you say there's a, there's a debate. There are two rulers of the world. And they say the same thing. All politicians say the same. Oh, we're going to cut taxes. And, and they, they don't keep their words. However, it's like... You find out that Liz Trust has watched Hubie Halloween and rated it five stars. You're like, mm. yeah, people, people like screaming at Donald Trump, like, show us your bank accounts. It's it's like, like, no, no, what show movies us. Did you watch? On show us your last five movies on Netflix. What's on your my list? <laughs> what have you favourite? Now, Amazon seven ninety nine. Jeff Bezos, he wants your money. So in twenty 
So 2006, he launched Amazon Unbox and followed a similar path as Netflix. Due to the already existing consumer base of, Net, uh, of Amazon users, Amazon was able to quickly convert its users into Amazon Prime watchers. With an extensive budget, Amazon was able to buy some of the bigger movies and TV shows for exclusive use on its platform, but was very slow at, at the start to develop its own content. It would make exclusive deals with Paramount for the Picard series and other Star Trek products, although it should be noted that Paramount also did this deal with Netflix at one time, which is why you can still watch the Star Trek Next Generation on Netflix, but all the new content is coming out on Amazon. However, with the rise of Paramount Plus, Mickey! It's murky. Murky, murky at best. Um, and buying already established TV series and giving them bigger budgets. The biggest example being The Amazing Expanse, which started on the Sci-Fi Channel with a small audience, which grew an audience when it moved to Amazon, ballooned the budget, and the viewer base went absolutely mental for this phenomenally underrated and amazing TV series. Um, whenever I talk about Expanse, I get a little excited. You can see it in your eyes. Oh, you see it in his trousers. Um... But it has put its money where its mouth is and has produced the most expensive TV series, which is currently streaming on the Amazon site, ever made in Power of the Rings. Prime recently has been pushing its sports coverage and documentaries as a way to stand out and move away from its competitors. With So now you get, they spend a season with a big you know, football team. You can see behind the scenes of Arsenal Football Club and then you can also then watch Arsenal's game at certain times against Tottenham. You know, So it's not just not just a TV programme, it's got a sports coverage, it's got documents, it's trying to make itself different. And also, the membership isn't just a streaming site. It includes many more things, such as free delivery of purchases, and everyone wants to buy something from Amazon, and a music platform. And the reason I know this is because every Monday I get an email that says I have unused Amazon benefits, and I should try them. So, Amazon, quite possibly one of the biggest. It's here. It's the second rival. It's got a lot of good programming. Everything that you used to be able to get on Netflix, you can now get on Amazon. So the stuff that brought you in, for me, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you know, these sort of things, they all moved to Amazon. So that's where I went. So that's how I got it, because that's where I moved to. Amazon's got exclusive deals as well with movie producers, um, so it gets a lot of content that you can only show on there as well. Recently bought the MGM... Uh, the, oh, the, uh, the, the James Bond stuff. The James Bond stuff. So soon you'll only see exclusive things. Although... So, I, how does that work? Because they're only showing the shit ones. <laughs> and the good they, will, ones. they will come out at some yeah. point. But Jake, they're phasing it through. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's because they want people to watch these shit ones. <laughs> it's like we, we because they won't when everything else is <laughs> yeah, on Yeah, exactly. I think also, for me, the, noticeably, Amazon played a big card when Top Gear was cancelled from BBC and you, it came mm. onto Amazon. That was a big, like... Oh my god, that's a huge spider. That is fucking too huge. That's bigger than the one that we saw in your house that time. Oh my that god. That was massive. That was that was like that was like one from arachnophobia. I'm genuinely terrified. <laughs> that was huge. It's, I'm sure it said my name. <laughs> it's just like, right, it's okay. lurking in the corner that's waiting to come back out. Oh don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Right. Obviously when you're speaking. <laughs> um that's genuinely terrified the He might be me. the one that used to live under the window ledge. And then yeah. It's a thing with animals today. We had a tap dancing pigeon this morning. That was weird. A cat on a roof. Not by a pigeon, it was just tap dancing on the window. Well, that spider, I'll tell you what. He's, he's, got, he's got a date with a hoover later, I tell you. Mate, you could probably use the hoover. I is know. It? Right. I think it was wearing one of my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. TV originals. Right, we'll just get through this. Uh, Good Omens, The Marvelous Miss Maisie, uh, Bosch, 
The Wheel of Time, The Expanse, The Boys, Reacher, Jack Ryan, Mr. Robot, American Gods, Outlander, although apparently that's not true. I forgot to remove it from the last one. The Man in the High Castle, Homecoming, and Sneaky Pete. And then obviously I was going to point out one of his biggest deals that it did when he got a lot of share base was uh, Jeremy Clarkson and uh, friends. They came back, the Grand Tour, and also did a deal where they come up with Clarkson's Farm. So he's got a lot of... Um, yeah, I remember the Grand Tour was a huge thing because when, when Amazon, when uh, when it was left off the BBC, yeah. there were those that were like, oh, yeah, well, you know, he, he assaulted a, a cameraman or a writer or whatever it was, like, death to him, and everyone else was like, Where, where's it going to go? And Amazon stepped up and played. I mean, it yeah, was like a million, millions for assaulting a million, man. Yeah, a million like, I know, dollars an episode. Like, wasn't cancel it? culture for violence, but at the same time, it's like, it's Clarkson, isn't it? What yeah. else did you expect? Well, well apparently, not, not to assault anyone. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> Will Smith's got a documentary coming out on Amazon <laughs> <laughs> any day now. I can't wait for the title of that. Um, the film originals include Val, Borat, the sequel, Sound of Metal, The Report, Encounter, Jolt, Tomorrow War. I mean, they're not great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, The Report was good. Sound of Metal was awesome. That was one of my favourite films from from last year or the year before, whenever yeah. it came out. No, that was good, but, but not, not great. But it gets you with its, I mean, it gets you with its TV and its, its money and its purchasing power. There's not a lot. And also, if it's willing to spend this much money on a speculative thing like Lord of the Rings, although that said, you stick anything with Lord of the Rings on it. You, there's an audience base already there, but it shows and it's willing to spend the money. It's, it's there to try. I'm genuinely terrified. It's going to come out. He was so that's, fucking that's big. long gone, mate. Right, you were never really here though. That movie by Lynn Ramsey with Joaquin Phoenix. That that's a big ace. Yeah, like, that's a that's a good good card to throw in, isn't it? Mm. Like, that that's such a good film. Amazon to me is more about the perks. It's the next day delivery, the Prime. It's the Amazon Music, which if you're on, you can download to this podcast. Yeah, and seven ninety nine, one one exclusive next day delivery. You can't go wrong with that. But can you just have one? Can you just have one streaming service? Because they swap what's on it. So if you're on it, say for Buffy, that was on Amazon, but that's now Netflix. Yeah, but I, I guess you're not going to watch Buffy, then watch Buffy immediately again, are you? I think you would, yeah. You probably would. Yeah, yes. probably that's true. But but I'd like to point out Buffy is on. It, Buffy's a whore because Buffy's been on like the actual TV show has been on Netflix, has been on Amazon, and now. But this, yeah, this, this is the thing. Is that I had that with Dexter. Like I was racing through Dexter to try and, and get it watched, and then uh, it was like, oh, it leaves now TV on um, the first of January. So I'm like putting in like the hours trying to get it all watched, and then on the first of January it was on Netflix. I was like, for fuck's sake! <laughs> um, right, so you do get it in this country, and it's low. It's four ninety nine. Is it worth it? Apple TV. It's got a lot. I think it's the teenager, the understood genius. Whilst cheaper you do get a lot of high-quality programs. A lot of stars are going there because of their options to try out new things. I've only ever really written down one thing for me, which is a selling point, which is the hilarious <coughs> Ted Lasso TV series, which is actually very funny, but there's a lot more. Maybe it's possible worth checking out. Yeah, I, I had a free uh, month or, or something like when I bought an iPad or a yeah. free well, so did I. It's when I watched Ted Lasso. <laughs> I think the only thing I watched on it was Long Way Up, the Ewan McGregor, Charlie Borman one. Yeah. I, yeah, but I was disappointed by that series. Yeah. It wasn't anything like the other two. Esther, Apple TV. I've got the the, uh, <laughs> the free membership, but I haven't actually used it yet. I don't fine. know what's on it. Well, wait till Ted Lasso series <laughs> comes out. But that's, it doesn't have the same um, hype as the other ones because you don't know what's on it, so you don't know to activate it. Now, in every story that you tell, Yarp. there's a good guy and there's a bad guy. Now, this little company, mate, it's evil. Dun, dun, dun. No more than that. If you've got dreams and you've got belief, time to lawyer up because they're coming for you. That's where you play like the menacing theme music. I'll leave that to Aaron. While only launching in 2020, it is safe to say that Disney is the king in waiting. Ooh. While Netflix has 
Well, Netflix has the streaming juggernaut for over a decade now. It's time for the rise of Disney. With its mighty dollar, Disney has been able to buy licenses to the 21st Century Fox, which includes numerous hits. Disney Plus is now able to show Family Guy, American Dad, 24, House, and the everlasting Simpsons. Futurama is gone more, basically. Disney, everything they used to love, well, what I used to have grown up is now Disney Plus owned. Mm. Is it? Is it? Is it like law that the moment you get Disney Plus, the first thing you go on is Simpsons Trias of Horror? Yes, and you find the good <laughs> ones that are never on. The ones, the ones, yeah, the ones that you, the ones that you forget about because they were showing these shit new ones are yeah. still somehow doing it. No, you, you know, Disney is also. <coughs> if you thought that was it, what about Disney purchasing Lucas Arts? Meaning not only did Darth Vader and Co join this new empire. But so did Indiana motherfucking Jones. <laughs> and if that wasn't enough, they, uh, Disney were able to purchase Marvel, which at the time that they bought it had been turning comic book films into box office gold. Like Disney purchased something that was at its height and then made it a new high. With such licenses under its belt, Disney became the quickest service to break the 100 million subscriber mark and shows no signs of slowing down. Coupled with the already impressive Disney film catalogs, which also got the previous, you know, The Lion King and all those films that you used to love, and the Disney Channel, remember it had its own channel, which shit out ridiculous TV shows over the years. It coupled with the already impressive catalog, Disney Plus is the one-stop shop for all your needs, from action to comedy to drama and kids programming. Disney is in the position that it already owns so much, but also has the money to buy a lot more. And and you you, you don't even scratch the service. You talked about Star and a lot of the Fox stuff. National Geographic, there's so much yeah. on Disney Plus that you can find. So you've got, you've got documentaries covered, you've got TV shows, you've got movies, you've got new ex- new releases. The Every thing, genre. Yeah. yeah, absolutely everything. I, I think Disney is Disney Plus is the streaming service where I will find... So, if I was completely neutral going on the TV, I, tend, I don't know why, it must just be my remote control. I somehow go on Amazon first because yeah. I have like an Amazon button on my remote control. Yes. Or is it just alphabetical? I don't know. I just always find going on it, but I very rarely find something. And then I'll take, then I'll, in my head, I'm like, do you I go on Netflix? And I think, no, because I've been burnt before and all the trailers are going to play and I'm going to suffer. And I'm like, oh, I've got Disney Plus. Let's go on. And I, then I find something straight away. Disney Plus is the one I'm on the, I find something the quickest from when I go on it. So this is important to remember as well because this is different. In this country, we get a lot of Hulu exclusive. That's where these appear. So that great TV show about the drugs with Michael Keaton. Dope well. sick. Dope sick. That was while, while shown on Hulu in America, in, in this country, it was shown on Disney+. Plus. And Prey, which is obviously the huge, most recent one, an actual decent sequel to fucking Predator, mm. you saw on Disney+. Plus. But then again, <laughs> in this country, it owns the rights to Predator. <laughs> so it's weird. Um, the TV originals include Loki, Moon Knight, Pam and Tommy, WandaVision, What If, She-Hulk, Falcon, The Winter Soldier, The Mandalorian, Kenobi, Willow, Andor, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. But here's a negative. So whilst we've been talking about Disney and it's rolling stuff down, this isn't going to be like an exclusive. The films, however, will very rarely be an exclusive, with Disney using its service to watch films after a run in a cinema making them not exclusive to the brand. So instead of spending seven ninety nine and watching, you know, Doctor Strange 2 whenever you want, maybe you could spend £17 to watch it once. Yeah, that is, but they do come out on the streaming service quick. They do, very like, quick. I'm just saying it might be a negative. Yeah. yeah, I remember going to the cinema with you saying, let's go watch Encanto, because it's Limamol Miranda, why wouldn't you want to go see it? And it was on, it was on Disney Plus. So the next day. Yeah. So. Pinocchio last week came straight out to... Uh, Pinocchio, everyone's watched Pinocchio and gone, yeah, that is exactly like the original cartoon. And all it's done is pushed up Netflix's Guamara del Toro stop animation, yeah. <laughs> Pinocchio. 
Everyone's like, yeah, yeah. Now I want to see the real, like the good one, you know. The original. The one. Well, no, the, I mean, the original, th- that's what they said. The live action is note by note, the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you want is, look, don't rehash it because people see that nowadays as just a money maker, isn't it? It's just, oh, you've just got Tom Hanks. doesn't add anything new or interesting. <laughs> it's funny as you mention that because cause you grew, you, you're a similar age to me. Um, do you remember when you watched Little Mermaid? Did you give a toss what colour, you know, ethnicity is? I don't understand the internet. Why is that? Oh, fuck See, you. I thought that uh, trailer was magical. The only thing I didn't like about it was that it was scene for scene, like frame for frame, exactly the same as the animation. You but wanted to add something new. But that's the same problem. That's, that's the reason I bring it up because I was saying that and that's exactly what the problem with um, uh, Beauty and the... Beauty and the Bride? Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> it, was, it was an essential remake. It, it, was, it was... What was the point of this? Okay, now... I'll tell you what though, while we're talking Beauty and the Beast... Some of the songs in that are grade A bangers. Mm. <laughs> they are absolute brilliant. I remember watching that recently, like the Emma Watson. Yeah. You know, like one of them first songs in that. I was like, oh, they, what a song. You got what it, yeah. a tune. Yeah. They're real, real good in that. Um, yeah. And what I like about that live action one as well is why is you and McGregor doing a French accent? <laughs> no one else is. Why not? And I know it's in France. I know that. But. Not even, not even the beast has got a French accent. No, my favourite part of it is at the end when he transforms, spoiler, back into the prince. What? What? Hold on, hold the phone. Oh, I know. Um, and Emma Watson just turns and goes, hmm, maybe have a beard now. Miss the hair. And it's like, oh. Well, it's really funny because as a kid, I was always like, I think he looked better as a beast. <laughs> Yeah, he did. He's like fucking generic as fuck as the Or if that kid Chip just turns from a cup and he's just got a gaping hole in his brain. (laughs) (laughs) Or he's a middle-aged man with a massive chip on his shoulder. Yeah. yeah. It'd be fucking great if he was was like a middle-aged man. And everyone's like, oh, what? Here longer than we thought. Or, you know, like when he's like, you can't go to that wing and... You know, at the beginning of the movie, it's like, that's out of bounds. You don't go there. Naturally, she's like, fuck, I'm going to go over there. Cause he, of course you would. Because that big scary thing with the teeth in the claws told me not to. Fuck, I'm going over there. <laughs> and yes, there's the rose and that's what you're looking at. But what you're not looking at is the room is full of broken furniture, like broken, ripped. Mm. So they would have been humans oh. in theory. So let's be in that room when everyone turns back and you just see oh, the fucking wow. body parts. You see this horrendous crash. You're like, what was that? And you go, yeah. All of a sudden, Gascon, whose guts are now hanging out of the ceiling. <laughs> He looked like he was on a swing. Yeah. <laughs> I never even thought about that. What, what weird place to go. Anyways. Because they can't, no, but they can't all have been human. Otherwise he'd have literally lived in an empty I house. The, I love the fact that he didn't have any furniture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, was he more, or was he more, did he like, afterwards he was like, well, I can't have two chairs. I'll just sit on Gary. <laughs> Gary. I'll throw this Gary. Do you know, because when he was a human, he looked like he had a comfy face. <laughs> Gary, get your face out. Yeah, that, um, <laughs> that witch, that witch, or whatever, that witch comes to see him. She's like, oh, just uh, yeah, you got no furniture. Well, guess what's about to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Call me always, IKEA. Yeah. What I love about this is he was rude to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that happened. So she, who was within the right, you know, she's like, oh, I might curse you because you've been a bit of a dick. Mm-hmm. But you know that kid over there has done nothing wrong, right? You're gonna be fucking. Fuck him. You're gonna be a cop. Yeah. You're gonna be a cop. <laughs> and, and, and Steve is a toilet brush. Steve's like, you're fucking, I done like. I was say that fucking kid was like, it's my work experience. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that his mum quite clearly beat him because the crack came after, so she just whacked him. <laughs> they were like, well, we're furniture, we're humans, do we still break? Because I'm like, we'll test on the kid. Angela Lansbury. <laughs> well, it is Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. Is, yeah. Yeah. She'd beat a kid. She did. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's going to beat a kid, it'd be Angela yeah. Lansbury. I never even thought about that, mate. What a great insight. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we'll do... <laughs> How small do you reckon they went? Like, if you'd like... So... All the- <laughs>
<laughs> no, so all the um, people are like the items they became. Yeah. So, really? yes, of course, were. The French comes a clock. Right. And if you look at his outfit, it mirrors the, the object he becomes. Okay. Yeah, like Lumiere. Can you remember? He just walked around with that light all the time. <laughs> yeah. Candle. He was a smoker. He was oh. always had a light on. No, but you've got the um, maid who becomes a dusting brush. Yeah. And stuff yeah. like that. Who was the fork? Gary. <laughs> like, the guy kept putting food on the desk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, I mean the, the worst one you want to be is the toilet or the toilet brush, though, isn't it? That's, or the toothbrush. All right, then. So I've got a thing for you. Or the toilet seat. Mm. I've, got, I've got one for you, right? So they turned you into bed. Would you include linen? And if that was curious, how, how would they wash you? <laughs> or would you have... They go, right, Aaron, calm down. I'm going to have to fit you for a sheet, man. <laughs> How does that work? Anyway. And what if they mixed you up and you ended up being like a mixed match bedding? If you had like the, the blue yeah, if, pillows what if, and the brown. Yeah, what if you had Mary on you? <laughs> That'd be a bit weird. And then you came back to life. Would you have Mary's legs? Imagine <laughs> <laughs> as well, they like, beast one day. He's, 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 not, he's, 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 not, he's not like, he's not really paying attention. He's tired, he's hungover, whatever. Goes to the room and he just starts talking to a regular wardrobe. And, and, then, and then all the, all the, all the, all the like live, fucking idiot. That's why I smashed it. Because <laughs> it happened before. It's like, no, fuck you, I'm doing it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. just wax it to make sure it's, you know, inanimate. Yeah. And if it responds or yelps out in pain, probably you shouldn't go near it again. <laughs> you know, that could have been a great metaphor for a penis, everything you've just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh. now, so. Spe- speaking of cocks, Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> right, so we, we've, had a, we've had a look at the top three. We've had a look at the top three. We, we, you know, make your decisions. Disney one is, Disney Plus is the daddies, the one that's not going nowhere. It's here, it's the future. It's the daddy long legs in the corner of the room that's going to come and take over. That wasn't a daddy long legs. That was a fucking monster, mate. He had a switchblade. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, But there's a a dark horse. He gets new releases. Well, not exclusive. It's quick. It's one of the fastest to probably get the latest cinema releases. It's got TV shows. 107, or maybe 108, one of the best channels you can have on it. I'm talking about The Birth of Sky slash Now TV. Whilst one of the more expensive options, you do get to tailor the package that you want. So if you just want films, you can have films, you can have entertainment. The fact that it shows in this country, HBO quality. We're talking about Game of Thrones in the past, House of Dragons, The Wire, The Sopranos. Sky Atlantic is one of the best TV channels in existence. Yeah. yeah it's the number one. You can get that on Sky+. Plus. Uh, we're going to call it Now TV because there's this weird thing where it can be, I think Now TV covers it all. So Now TV, the subscription service, probably the best content, the best content you can get without having to constantly worry about who signed with what. You see some greats on there. You see some originals. You see some great films. I'm just saying that Now TV is probably the one. Whilst most expensive, you can tailor it. It's a dark horse. It's the one I want. It's the best. Now TV. Now TV. I think Now TV is a keeper. I think it's the only thing that can stick up to Disney because it's quality. Yeah. Yeah. I say Disney's got to be the the keeper. You can't go without Disney because it's got such a backlog. It's growing. It's yeah, I mean, get... you say the same about Netflix, though. It's the original thing. It, it's... The best thing about the Amazon membership, though, is that you get more for it and it is less expensive. My problem with Netflix is I feel like it's dying out and it needs some game changes. And I don't think The Witcher is it. There's less and less keeping me there. The last series of Cobra Kai felt like it was the last one. Also, Cobra Kai didn't come from it. It came from YouTube, which is another subscription service that we're not going to get into because there's lots of... Surprise, there's actually more than three subscription services in the country. So with Cobra Kai, I think it's got one season left and it's ready to sum up. I think it's done. No, because the ending... Uh, we, did, it, did, it, did the last episode of the last season end with them completing karate? No. Then there's another season. <laughs> yeah. Is Hillary Swank in it yet? No. Then it's, there's it's, another season. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, though, and 
<laughs> I watched the Crikey films. I like them. There's a character in this series. Like, <laughs> she's been in it before. I was like, why are they making such a big deal about this woman? And it turns out, oh, she's because she's been in it before. I just didn't realise. <laughs> um, now TV. N- now, now TV. TV because of its because of its link, because of its link with with HBO, which is probably the best TV channel. When HBO comes to this country, that is the streaming service I will want. Because, and I'll say this, because Banner Brothers is one of the best TV shows ever made, I, and I want that on demand whenever I want to see it. I want everything that it's got. So to me, because it's got a natural home with um, uh, the Now TV, Now TV will be with me. And I mean, I mean, you know, you get a lot of DC original content, and I'm willing to take that burden on <laughs> just for the benefit of watching Now TV. So for me, Keeper, Now TV. Keeper, Disney+. Plus. I will. I could live in a world where I didn't have Amazon, and I could, and I will one day live in a world where I do not have Netflix. That's where I'm going. See, I was going to agree with you about Netflix dying out, but then I keep finding that one more series. Yeah. So you've got Stranger Things. Mm. Yeah. And although it's phasing out, there will be something new and big to replace it. Mm. Got a new series of you coming out. It's been announced. Mm. Mm. That guy in that. I've only ever watched one, like a couple of episodes of season one, and I and I found it really yeah, weird here. that people got into that show. I was like. The the, the 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 stalker the murdering stalker guy yeah, yeah, he's the, a half rob <laughs> what's yeah, yeah. going on here everyone loves that man yeah the guy who's a creeping gossip girl let's see him creep on more people he he's been linked as Reed Richards isn't he in Fantastic Four that's so you have a perfect Reed Richards he apparently hey. he is signed to Disney in a, in a Marvel upcoming uh, role so, so and so a lot of speculation is it's going to be that intrigue 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 ah. Well, here's something for you. Something unexpected. We like to do this. Well, the, the time we asked you who was better, Robocop, the Predator, or Alien, and it was Judge Dredd. <laughs> yeah. So we've got these three giants. However, let me throw a curveball out of you. Coming out of nowhere, £9.99. Hours and hours, hundreds of hours of content going all the way back to the 60s. It's different. Goes. It's wild. It's original. It's different. Relive your child. See what... Childhood, sorry. Relive your childhood. <laughs> Relive the moments that made you stand out with friends and mark out. The WWE Network. If you like wrestling content, <laughs> hundreds of hours of crime. And nine, nine, nine a month. Nine, nine, nine pound a month. And I'm just saying, mate, that the WWE, or WWF back then, bought WCW. So you could rewatch the Monday Night Wars, one of the greatest moments in televisional history when two giants, behemoths of the wrestling entertainment industry, went together. Do you want Sting and Hollywood Hulk Hogan? And then do you want to flick the channel, mate, and see uh, The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels? What about Bret Hart? The Montreal Screwjob? When he changed from WWE? You could relive it. Mate, you can go back further. You can see WrestleMania 6. You can see Hulk Hogan lose the belt to the ultimate warrior. Do you know how certain films now are being replaced, certain scenes are being taken out because they're no longer yes. historically or yeah. appropriate? Sometimes they come up with a little disclaimer. Do do they cut out scenes of the bushwhackers licking kids? No. Oh, they, they do edit out mentions of like Chris Benoit because of what happened. But So you get like, you get a history. And now, obviously, if you're... Esther, who has no idea what the last 30 seconds have been about, and she's thinking of leaving me, that's fine. But deep down, mate, we don't like wrestling, but we do. (laughs) (laughs) Because we don't want to admit it, because it's weird, it's sad, it's fake. It's not fake, it's physical entertainment. Yes, it's predetermined, but that's an athletic ability. The moment, mate, when your heart is on risk... Who knocked down Stone Cold Steve Austin? We know it was Rikishi, but it definitely wasn't Rikishi at the time. It was it was Billy <coughs> Gunn, because you could see him. Wait, hold on. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers, but... What's the what's the greatest finishing move of all time? Stone Cold Steve Stunner. 
Do you think it is? Hey, I love the stunner, mate. I think the stunner's great. Sharpshooter was pretty good. Sharpshooter, I thought, was good. I know I mean, what the shears was. The leg drop, the Hulk Hogan leg drop. What was that about? Is it, is, no, but like, uh, Shaw Mark was switching music. Oh, I love the bit of switching music. Man. I did. I the tombstone. Actually, no, the tombstone. Tombstone's clever. Tombstone. It looks good. Fits the part. Fits, yeah. fits the character. Shawn Michaels' uh, switching music. I always found, like, I've just watched Shawn Michaels, like, jump off the rope onto yeah. someone through a table. Yep. And, and the but, kick that'll but, do it, but the kick did it. Yeah, I, I love the idea that other people can also kick. Like I don't understand, like what's his kick doing different? But the idea is that a finish has been practiced a thousand times. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Is so, the... so when he does it, it's better. But you're taking a piss, mate. But I'm, I'm not taking the piss. I'm asking you a question. Like hundreds, nearly thousands of hours of content going back to like the AWA, mm. like the first territorial wrestling. Like you can see history. It's got original documentaries as well. It's got storylines about your favorite. You can go interviews. Has the Stone Cold Steve podcast where he does exclusive interviews with your heroes from the past. I'm just saying, Dark Horse, £9.99, if I had money and a job, I would watch it. Do you know what? I'd probably watch the documentaries on that more than the actual matches. Yeah. Because well, I think most of the, of the drama happens off stage. Well, yeah. what would happen is you'd watch the documentary and then they'd be talking about a, they'd be talking about a match and then you'd go, I might want to watch Let's that. Watch the match. And do you know what? On the WWE Network, you can. And, <laughs> and also, that means, I'm sorry, and included, you can watch um, new pay-per-views. So the pay-per-view that comes out that month you can watch for free if you subscribe. So you get original There's content your constantly. There's so your money. And, and what ordering pay-per-views are twelve ninety nine? You get it for including the nine ninety nine project. As long as all of much more money. So Dark Horse WWE Network. Mm. I was watching an Owen Hart documentary the other day. See now we call it fuck. Sad. But there you go. There's there's streaming service. And that's and let's be honest, we didn't mention iPlay, which if you play for your TV license, you get access to that. And that's got great. It's got line of Dewey. Yeah. Got the bodyguard as well, which is absolutely great, which is the same same It's got Luther, it's got so much on uh, iPlayer. Also for the little one, it's got all CBBs. Yeah, exactly. So I watch iPlayer probably more than anything. Yeah, exactly. And then ITV Player, and then All Four. And All Four's got a load of great shows as all well. All Four's got good stuff. I watch a lot of All Four because it's great British Beak Off's back. Yeah. It's the greatest TV show ever made. Well, let's Oh, no, that's Bluey. Bluey, the cartoon. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Hey, Bluey's good, but it's nothing on Bake Off. Do you know what? Oh. I needed to check my privilege today because I assumed Bluey because his boy was a blue. No, it's a girl. It would literally that sense, around. but mm. make sense. Yeah, so I, I was like, I was like, oh, I need to check that. Mm. I would prefer Dingo though. It's not Dingo, but I know what you mean. It's all about the dad. Which is which one did I just say? <laughs> which is weird. Bingo. Oh, Bingo. Which is weird because I don't have kids, so, <laughs> so <laughs> just watched it for fun. It's what we do on Friday night, isn't it? Yeah. But we don't actually own a television. Like that, we don't. You know, if it's on BBC, we don't mm. watch it. We have to watch it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I don't watch. I don't watch BBC. I don't watch. What do they call it? Terrestrial television. Yeah, anymore. I, I genuinely think that it's done. The world is streaming now, and this has all come back to you. Got to remember that the birth of these streaming sites came from the entertainment industry. Was sick of us just basically downloading LimeWire and Napster. Oh, LimeWire's are old. Yeah, they're all old. No, okay. Yeah, we're old. <laughs> we get it. No, that's where I first downloaded music from. That's before I realised it was illegal. <laughs> and <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're listening to this episode, let us know what streaming services you are uh, hooked to at the moment. Which ones are you getting rid of? Or maybe you have got rid of something recently. I do know people that have got rid of Netflix. They're yeah. just sick of that shit. Yeah. You know, no more Adam Sandler movies, no more uh, promising releases that turn out to be dog shot. Yes, I'm looking at you, Red Norris. <laughs> but it is bad, isn't it? Like some of these movies that have got these crazy budgets and bring in crazy actors, like big name actors. Just to do the same thing. Yeah, because if you're an actor like The Rock, it's great because... You just no turn one, up, and and no one can no one can uh, challenge those figures. Box office is, is is what it is, you know that. But what Netflix say, you know, the rock the rock might have it in his contract that yes, I'll do that movie for this amount of money, but 
it needs you need to tell the world that it's your number one movie. Mm. The Rock has that that power. <sighs> scary world, scary world. Netflix, Amazon, Amazon, maybe Netflix. Watching Disney Plus is going nowhere. Disney, Disney Plus Now TV, Amazon, Netflix. Yeah, I think that's yeah. my order. Oh, what was that? Well, that's that show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Sorry we missed an episode last week. First time we've done that in 213 episodes. The first we, time we've not released an episode. You, but we had a good reason. The Queen. Oh, yeah, I was talking about audio Oh, yeah, the both. audio grammar. Both. Yeah. Both. The audio grammar did it for the Queen. Yes. Her Majesty. That's our show for this week. <laughs> we don't see you later. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Goodbye. Goodbye.